Welcome back. It is time for my favorite hour of the week. It is time for my side of the universe on KOAL 107.3 FM at 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and today is my favorite show of the year. I'm at the Greenwood Charter School talking to kids about paranormal holidays. We are going to have so much fun. I can't wait to talk to them. They are ready to go. They're bouncing up and down. These kids are wired. Uh, it's going to be a great time. I'm, I'm excited. It is my favorite show of the year. Um, so we'll we'll get right to it. We're not gonna not gonna hold you off with me yammering. So uh, be sure to go to the Eastern Utah Tourism Association and say hi to uh, the nice folks down there, Sue Ann and Darren. They're the sponsors of the show. And um, we'll be back in just a moment with more my side of the universe. And just remember, Bigfoot saw me, but nobody believes me. Believes me? I said that completely wrong. Bigfoot saw me. And nobody believes him. We'll be back in just a second on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox. And it is time for my favorite, favorite, favorite episode of the year. I am with Greenwood Academy talking to the kids about Paranormal Christmas. And the first person we're going to talk to today, his name is Randy. And he has a great story. Randy, welcome to my side of the universe. How are you doing today? Good. How about you? I'm doing really good, too. So um, before you read your story, maybe just tell me what it's about. All right. So the story is about... Uh uh, unknown planet called Gorpland. Oh, I love unknown planets. And uh, so it's about the. Don't tell us too much. Unknown planet about this is probably good enough. We'll, we'll go with that. How did you think it up? I don't know. I just thought of maybe somewhere we didn't know about and they tried taking us. Okay. Do you, do you watch the stars? Do you look up there and wonder what's out there? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. How many planets? Uh, do you think are out there and how many do you think might have a life of some kind on it? A lot. A lot, yes. I would agree. There's um, there's several billion in our galaxy and there's several billion galaxies. So I'm guessing there's a few, uh, but we probably won't see anybody as cool as us, right? <laughs> Alrighty, are you ready to read your story? Yeah. Go ahead and read that story. Okay. It was a week before Thanksgiving in the planet of Gorkland, a place humans have never heard of before. The creatures' names are Gorps. Their tradition was disguising as humans. Then they would go to the planet Earth and pick the finest humans. They would take the humans to the planet. Then they would feed the humans to the turkeys. Then they would eat the turkeys. Well, at least that was their plan. One day on our planet Earth, there were no humans to be seen. Not a boy, a girl, a woman, a man, not even a dog. What had gone wrong for the Gorps? Meanwhile, on planet Earth, we had already found out about the Gorp. Uh, so thank you, Cyclone Channel. Everybody, we need to hide, said the reporter. So we did. Nobody knew what the Gorps looked like under the fake human suit. But under that suit, was an alien type figure that has three eyes and a head connected to a UFO. Four hours in the search of humans, there were still no humans to be seen, until every, si every single human rushed out of the stores 
houses, work departments, hotels, and everything else. It was a war zone. Midgets were being thrown, aliens were being shot down. It was crazy. Although it was so crazy, at the back of the store, there was a boy named Chris and one Gork named Riss. They both became friends. They walked into the war zone, stopped everyone, and just like that, everyone became friends. One day later, Gorp, Gorp and Gorpland and every human on our planet had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Not a single fight, not a single argument, and most important, importantly, not a single judgment. The end. That was an excellent, excellent story. I love the ending. Um, how come the little guys got thrown? <laughs> Were they the first ones to fight? Is that what was going on? Probably. And probably just like, probably lighter. Oh, okay. So. Oh, it's okay. That, that makes some sense. Yeah. Very good. So <clears throat> is there anybody you want to say Merry Christmas to while you're on the radio here? Everyone. Merry Everyone. Christmas. Awesome. That's a great way to do it. Well, thank you, Randy. I appreciate yeah. having you on. And we've got another young lady coming up. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be on in just a second. We've got a young lady putting on her headset. Hello, how are you? Good. What's your name? Awen. Awen? Awen. Awen. Very nice. And you wrote us a story, Awen? Mm-hmm. And what, without telling me the story, just kind of tell me what it's about. Uh, it's about this boy spending Christmas with Bigfoot's mom. Oh, I love Bigfoot. Have you ever seen Bigfoot? No, me neither, but I want to. Did you know that he is the world heavyweight champion for hide-and-go-seek? Really? He's never been found. I've got to give a call out to the producer, Jordan Buscarini, for that. Uh, he came up with that, so yes. Um, Aon, are you ready to read us our, your story? Yep. All right. Spend Christmas with Bigfoot's mom. Yeah, you think Bigfoot is not real. Oh. Oh, he's real, right. No, this is not about me. It's about Bigfoot. He's celebrating Christmas with his mom. And, and me. All right, it has me in it. My name is Jake. I'm 11 in sixth grade. Let me guess. You're wondering how I ended up in Bigfoot's mom, mom's home. Well, it all started when my mom and dad decided to go see Christmas trees in the forest. We were looking at the trees and I saw something in the bushes. They looked like trees though, not decorated. I walked close closer when went behind the trees and there was two giant feet. I looked up and what was looking down was a big face with two dull things, but they looked sharp enough to slice through my skin. Then everything went black. After a long hour I woke up in a car and I'm like, what? was that. For a moment I thought I was in our car. I looked out the window and there was a giant fireplace and a giant Christmas tree the size of 18 feet and there was a giant footed tall man decorating the tree with a lady the size of a 18 feet the size of the tree. Same with the man. Uh, he, they were decorating the tree, and I hopped out the car quickly and ran behind it. I was so scared. I was freaking out. And when the lady turned around, she said, the stew's almost ready. And then the man's like, all right. And
and she left to the kitchen and I peeked out and the man saw me and he started shaking his hand and nodding his head and acting like I should get into the car. So I went into the car and the lady came back and she saw my head and she started freaking out. She's like, Bigfoot, what was that? What was that? And he's like, nothing, Mom. I didn't even see anything. And she's like, I thought I saw a human head. And she, and he's like, I didn't see anything. You're just seeing things again. And she's like, all right, I'm seeing things. I'm heading back to the kitchen and chopping some carrots. And then Bigfoot came to the door and opened it very gently. And I'm like, scared and shivering. My boots were shaking and I was just so scared. I was like, not moving. And he's like, are you all right? And it sounded like he was yelling. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you don't need to yell. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't mean to. I was talking to a regular boy. And I'm like, dude, you're big. <laughs> and he, and he's like, dude, you can't be seen by my mom. She will freak out. I'm like, will she eat me? <laughs> and he's like, no, she'll just freak out. She doesn't like humans. I'm like, what are you? And he's like, I'm Bigfoot. People normally don't see me, but I'm like, what happened? I'm like, and he's said, well, first of all, you came to the trees that I was hiding behind, and then you fainted, and then I brought you here, and I put you in the car, and I'm like, what the? And he's like, just stay away from my mom. I'm like, all right. And then she comes back and he slams the door. And I'm like, what? And Bigfoot's mom said, Bigfoot, I need you at the dining dining table. And then Bigfoot left. And then all I saw was a car and the steering wheel. And then I hopped into the front and started playing because I was bored. <laughs> and then I'm like even more bored. And then I went out to out of the car and I started wondering. I I found a little rope and I slid down and I was on the ground now. And it was like big wood pieces and they were giant. I'm like, wow, it's giant here. I tried to avoid the fireplace because I didn't know if I was gonna stew or not. And we then, definitely don't want you to be stupid. <laughs> and so I just started walking towards the dining place because I smelled something so good. And when I went in, I saw four giant feet. I'm like, oh no, I'm close by the mom. And she's and she turned around, looked on the floor, and she saw a tiny black dot. She's like, what is that? And the bigfoot just went right in front of her, and stopped her and she said, hey, why won't we go decorate the tree even more? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I started climbing up the cabinet and I found a piece of pie and I started digging because I was so hungry. <laughs> what kind of pie? It was pumpkin pie. <laughs> of course it was. How did you get away? Um, well, first of all, I had to climb over. I brought a fork over, and then I got out by just climbing on top of the pie, and then I went out, and then um, Bigfoot's mom came, and she saw me. She was like, that's a human, all right, Bigfoot. And he's like, 
uh, I didn't bring a human here. <laughs> and she's like, all right, you're going into my room now. <laughs> and then she picked, she scooped me up with her hands, and she said, how in the world you get in here? I'm like, uh, Bigfoot brought me in. <laughs> and she's like, well, you seem non you seem like not one of the angry type of want to kill Bigfoot. I'm like, I'm just a kid. And, and she was like, sorry, I can't tell between adult and kid. And I'm like, sorry for giving you the attitude, but I'd like to get home. And, he, and she's like, yeah, but the only thing is that it takes over a day to do that. And I'm like, how far am I? And she's like, and she said, well, first of all, you are up in a tree that's like 150 feet tall. That's a big tree. And I'm like, I don't want to fall. <laughs> and uh, Bigfoot's mom's like, you know what, right now, you just eat some pie while I go calm myself down and yell at Bigfoot. And she left, and I thought, okay, this is very interesting. And then Bigfoot's mom came back, and I'm like, what's your name? And she's like, Alicia. And I'm like, okay, Alicia, do you think I could get home before tomorrow? And she's like, nope, Bigfoot doesn't want to travel anymore. He's tired, his foot is tired, his ears red, and... <laughs> He's right now screaming because I spanked it. Oh. <laughs> Bigfoot was bad, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, I know you spanked Bigfoot. <laughs> and she's like, you know what, why won't you just come sit by the fire and stay warm? I'm like, it's too hot. <laughs> and she's like, all right, you just stay here while I go grab some things. And then she came back with Christmas ornaments. And I asked her a couple of questions, how she celebrated Christmas. And she said, first of all, we tear open our presents and toss them out the window. Toss them out the window, how come? Because she doesn't like presents and Bigfoot wants to change. And I'm like, okay, and what about your Christmas tree? Why is it tall? so tall? I'm like, because it makes me feel like it's my size. Uh. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, why don't you have a cup of coffee? I'm like, no. <laughs> no coffee, huh? <laughs> I'm like, it'll be too much because you've got only giant cups. And I'm like, and she's like, oh, don't worry. I collect, like, doll teapots things. And I'm like, okay. And then she filled up a teeny drop of coffee. And then I sipped it. I'm like, whoa, way too much sugar. <laughs> and she's like, oh, sorry, is it too hot? I'm like, nope, it's full sugar. And she's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> and so we were just talking and hanging out, you know, playing with dolls, like my size and her size, which was like the size of a Christmas tree. And there was, it was just, it was boring but fun, but also scary because I thought it was going to be stew. <laughs> she's like, oh, you're thinking that you're going to be stew. I'm like, uh-uh, yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, don't worry, I don't eat human. And I'm like, what do you eat then? And she's like, uh, probably meat, like bear or something, vegetables, 
like a really tiny thing to like take over like 150 of them to make a full stew. I'm like, wow. That is a lot. So how did you get home? So the next day, um, Bigfoot was all better. He was stopped bawling and stuff. <laughs> and he took, um, he took me and he had like a small backpack, but the size to fit me, like, and I'm like, so what are we going to do now? He's like, you're going to hop in this backpack, and you're going to faint, and then we're going to head to your home, and you're going to wake up in your bed. I'm like, okay. So all that happened, and I woke up, and my mom was right in front of me, and she was freaking out. She's like, honey, where'd you go? What happened? Tell me everything. I'm like, um, first of all, it's a secret, and second of all, I'm fine. And she's like, you were sick. We found you in the middle of the road. I'm like, what? <laughs> that wasn't a nice place to drop you off. Eowyn, that was one of the best stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we're about to have some commercials, but thank you for joining us on My Side of the Universe. We'll be right back with more kids from Greenwood Academy on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 750 AM. back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm your host, Todd Wilcox, and I'm at my favorite, favorite, favorite event of the year, talking to the kids at Greenwood Charter School about the paranormal Christmases. And, and Eowyn just told us a fantastic story about Bigfoot. And now we're going to talk to Dalen, and he's going to tell us another story. Dalen, welcome to My Side of the Universe. Hi. Go ahead and tell us your story, Dalen. Okay, my story about um, a huge gorilla that is 35.6 feet tall and he has teeth that are a foot long. He's a huge man-eating gorilla but on the holidays he does something nice for humans. He goes house to house every holiday giving presents to good children. Let's start at the beginning of Christmas. He wakes up at 4 a.m., grabs his coat and a frozen dinosaur out of the freezer. He starts in Utah working his way out towards Florida. It's 5.30 a.m. and he has done half of the USA. It's 8 a.m. he's in Alaska because he's done in Canada. It's 10 a.m. he's finished Alaska and Mexico and now in South America but he needs a snack. He pulls out his frozen dinosaur and takes a huge bite out of it. He finishes his dinosaur and is now back to work. Finish the world, it is 8 p.m. He is tired, so he goes home and gets on the TV and watches some 8.30 p.m. football. It is the Saints versus the Vikings, and the Saints won. <laughs> he goes to bed after that, but at 11 p.m. he hears something playing on his cave. He walks outside to see a fire-breathing dragon. The, gra the dragon screeches his battle cry. They get in an epic battle, dragon versus gorilla. The dragon burns the gorilla's toe. The gorilla then smashes the dragon right in the face. The dragon growls like a hellhound. Within seconds, the gorilla is surrounded by 12 hellhounds, each the size of a 12-passenger van. Three hellhounds charge, and the gorilla jumps out of the way, and the hellhounds smash heads and die. The other hellhounds, 
were mad at the gorilla for killing their brother. They all charged. The gorilla couldn't defend them all. He sucker punched three at a time, but he became overwhelmed. Two of them bit him. He roared with anger, slamming them to the ground. The four other hellhounds ran away, afraid of dying to the terrifying beast. Then the dragons dragon screeches like nails on a chalkboard. The gorilla went deaf because of the screech. Another dragon came to the screech. Now the gorilla had to fight two dragons. The gorilla killed the original dragon, but the other one snuck up on the gorilla and bit the gorilla in the belly. With half of its stomach gone, the gorilla got up and punched the dragon. Now they were both injured bad, and the gorilla finally delivered the fatal blow. The dragon that both the dragons were dead. The gorilla was bat badly hurt and had no medical stuff, so he suffered. Eventually, he passed on. Without the gorilla to protect Christmas, evil started to awake, and eventually, the evil took over Christmas. That's how the Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so the gorilla was keeping not only the monsters at bay, but also the Grinch. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And does the gorilla have a name? Um, no. No name? Because no one knows him because uh, he does it, like, secretly. He's like Santa. Okay. And any other time he eats the people so they never know his name. Ah. So mostly he's not a good gorilla, but just once a year he's a good gorilla. Yes. Okay. During the holidays he's nice to very nice. So this sounds a little bit like the gorilla on Rampa Rampage. Have you seen Rampage? I've heard of it. You've heard of it. Okay. There's there's a big gorilla on that too. You might you might enjoy it since you like big gorillas. Is there anybody you want to say Merry Christmas to or Happy New Year's to? Well, Merry Christmas to all you listening to this channel right now. Well, that was very nice of you, Dalen. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, okay? okay. All right. Mrs. Wilcox will get you now. We'll put this with the young lady here. Thank you, Dalen. You did great. There you go. And we're just getting set up with our headphone and microphone now. We have another young lady. Tell me your name again. Autumn. Autumn. And you've been with us before. Um, yeah. And what did you tell us that time? Uh, it was about ghosts and how they celebrate. I think it was Thanksgiving. Ah. And... Uh, yeah, that was, I think, two years ago. Two years ago. Very good. And so what are you going to tell us about this year? Um, um, kind of a monster I made up ah. called a gobber snob. A gobber snob? Yeah. I love that name. All right. Are you ready to tell us the story? Sure. All right. Go ahead, Autumn. There's a Mr. Gobber snob of Blackmont Castle, and he really is in quite a hassle. He is in despair and afraid to share the gift with Miss Gobber snob. Oh, dearie me, I do not dare. I shall not share the gift. I will stay right here. I will not care. But with a glare, he knew he would care. And be forever in love with Miss Gobbershnob. With a sigh and a huff, he got all of his stuff. And he made a little wish and got his dish of fine fried fish. And oh, it was totally delish. But now we must know what Miss Garbershnob won't show. With a bow in her hair, she really does glow. But poor Miss Garbershnob, does she care or does she not? Um, 
Oh, what a sad, sad pair. <laughs> I've got to tell you, Autumn, that was one of the best, um, do we call it a poem or a rhyme? What, what do we call that? Yeah. That was outstanding. That that could have been in a magazine or a book or on TV or, or obviously radio, but um, that that was fantastic. I, in all my years, have never made something that nice. You did an excellent job. Do you do a lot of those kind of stories? Yeah. I um, really like poems. I write. I really like starting books and stuff. Um, those, but I love poems. Yeah, I can tell. You, you don't just write a poem like that without loving it. So, great job. And and how did you come up with that character? Um, well, I drew a picture, and I kind of was going with, like, jello. Okay. I was thinking um, kind of a jello-ish kind of monster. And, uh, like, it. I guess I just kind of made it and chose the name. Globber snob because it kind of sounds like jello and something like that. Um, and then I kind of went along the line, maybe it was Valentine's or Christmas or something like that. Very good. Yeah, and Gobber Snob, that can, that can be just about any kind of monster. So yeah. that was a fantastic name. Um, I think it would work for any monster. Maybe not for a dog, but I think a cat. Uh, <laughs> cats are a little different, huh? Very good. Well, Autumn, is there anybody you want to say Merry Christmas to while you're on? Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody listening and... Merry Christmas to you. Well, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you also. It was nice meeting you, Autumn. And go ahead and pass that headset on to the next young lady. Okay. What a great story and a great name. How are you? Good. Tell me your name. Piper Campbell. Piper. And we've talked before, haven't we, Piper? Mm -hmm. Very good. And what did you tell us about the last time? Um, I think I told us. I think I told you guys about... It was a little similar about an alien who, like, they decorated their houses with stars. Okay. And I don't remember that much. But an but alien story. Okay, good. That was what I was hoping for. And what, what are we going to hear about today? So we're going to hear about um, this alien who's celebrating Gophers, Gophers Day. Okay. And it's, like, kind of, it's about, like, where um, they have, like, a big feast on stars and then and then people who are the bravest they go out and find unicorn blood well we better not tell the whole story now huh <laughs> so we'll have you read that story and then we'll talk a little bit more okay 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 yeah you might think i have some weird traditions but you humans have really strange scoopers or whatever you call them my name is well i'm an eston Kaka Lumengo, and the deep, deep under volcano. Some people believe in us. We don't. We creep under your sleeves, collect hairs from your head and from your arms, and we have a special gooper coming up. It's called Kanakaka. Sleep up, sleep up. Afro goop goop eek gooper gooper. That was a song my mom sang when it was a gooper day. Okay, I said, I'm getting up. It was Gooper's Day, which meant Mr. Gopher would come, and it was my turn to go collect stars from the Unakaka feast. Go get some stars, Eston. That was my nickname. Okay, I'll grab the jetpack and the second machine. I went out to go find some stars. We left the pack. I found ten stars, and I was heading back to home. We left the pack of stars on our porch for Mr. Gopher 
to collect every time we would put lights on our planet so Mr. Gopher could find us. But if we were bad, you would get poured on with hot, hot acid, but it was cold at the same time. One time, we got, I got poured on with toothpaste and had to take a shower in a volcano. They also have presents framed the down like asteroids, but first we have to feast on stars. Boy, are they good. Plus, the bravest out of all of them would go find some unicorn blood, and then we would drink it up to help, help us get strong for the next hunt after the feast. I was stuffed, so that's how I celebrate my kanakaka by Estanangu Kakalingu. Have, have a weird goofball. Oh, I met a weird holiday. <laughs> that was an awesome story. There was a lot of caca in it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, when they got the unicorn blood, I'm assuming it's from the unicorns picking their nose too hard and their nose started to bleed? <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I guess they just found, killed... Unicorns, they're like really fierce. Oh, I was hoping the unicorn would survive and it was just nose blood. <laughs> Not this time, huh? <laughs> so when you're out catching stars, how hard is that? Do they try to run away or do they just wait for you? Well, the stars, they kind of like bounce around. So it's a, it's a pretty tough. Pretty job. tough? Okay. Yeah. I would imagine it's pretty tough. Pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> so Piper, is there anybody that you would like to say Merry Christmas or Happy New Year to? Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And, yeah. All right. I thought you'd throw a caca in there before we left. <laughs> None of that, huh? Well, thank you for being back on. I hope you're on again when we do this next time. And it was a lot of fun. You told a very wonderful story. Thank you. All righty. Go ahead and pass the headphones on to this young lady, and Miss Wilcox has a present for you, okay? And we're continuing with more stories on my side of the universe on my favorite show of the year. And we've got another young lady getting in here right now. Hello, can you tell me your name? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. So, um, Jacqueline, what are you going to tell us about today? Um, the alien zombie. Alien zombie. Two of my favorite things. All right, so go ahead and tell us your story. Once there was an alien zombie that was born December 35th, and I thought that was really creepy because there is no December 35th. He was one foot tall, and every time December 35th came, he grew one more foot. So when he was six feet tall, he was six years old. November 35th, they had a tradition traditional to watch slime videos. Then they made slime and ate slime. They also made and drank gooey sodas. They celebrated birthdays by opening slime kits and eating it. And every alien was born either on January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, or December 35th. It was so strange. I asked, what do you alien zombies do on New Year's? They said, what is New Year's? I said, it is something where you make a promise for that year. I asked, do you guys want to come to Earth? They said no. There was also another thing that was really strange about these aliens. They learned to speak clearly at the age of one. So when they were born, they knew know how to talk. These aliens go on a scavenger hunt on Easter. On St. Patrick's, they dye mostly everything green, but not themselves. They are already green. They celebrate Christmas in November. They go to the alien Walmart and buy slime kits. And then came December. It was the busiest month out of all. The months they celebrated Thanksgiving and Halloween on December 35th. On Halloween, they turned into zombies, and when Feb February came around, they turned back to aliens. Well, now I know 
Everyone and every creature is different. That was a wonderful story. Tell me, what do you think slime's made out of? Um, glue and contact solution. Oh, okay, so it's fairly easy to make. Have you ever eaten it? No. Good job. Don't eat slime. <laughs> so, Jacqueline, is there anybody that you'd like to say Merry Christmas to while you're on? Um, Merry Christmas to my family. Very nice. And tell me, how did you come up with your story? What What was the, the idea behind it? Um... Paranormal creatures and <laughs> <laughs> And it just happened, huh? Yeah. You just pulled it out of the air? Yep. Okay, you've got a good imagination. You wrote an excellent story. So thank you very much. It was nice thank meeting you. you. All righty. It was nice meeting you. And now we'll, we'll take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more stories from Greenwood Charter on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Welcome back to My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. I'm at the Greenwood Charter School and I'm having so much fun. We've got another young lady here to tell us a story. And what's your name? Kyrie. Kyrie. And I knew that because she already told me, but the people on the radio didn't know, did they? <laughs> and what are you going to tell us about, Kyrie? Um, how mermaids celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, mermaids. Do you like mermaids? Yeah. Okay, are you going to go see Aquaman when that comes out? Probably. He's not really a merman, but kind of the same thing, huh? Mm -hmm. All right, very good. So go ahead and tell us your story. So my character's name is Mermadia. She lives on a planet that's made of water. Um, Mermadia is getting ready for mergiving, which is like Thanksgiving for them. They eat kelp gravy, fish as turkey, seaweed with lobster, and coral bits. Sweet and savory sand as mashed potatoes. And while she is getting ready, she is also waiting for her family to arrive. Her and her family give out gifts every we're giving, and Mermadia is going to make and wrap cutting quotes from seashells that she picked herself. They also sing their national anthem called Sienna, which is like the Genovian anthem from the Princess Diaries 1 and 2 by... The way she, these mermaids are nice and kind. All of a sudden, Mermadia heard a knock coming from the door. Um, it was her family, and they arrived with their gifts in arms. And Mermadia gave her mom the first one. And as soon as she opened it, she cried. And after they opened all the gifts, they ate their Mergiving dinner. And it took the mer girls two hours. After they ate, the mer girls took a two-hour-long nap, while the mer guys watched a toddler and tiara's pageant mermaid edition. That same evening, they all had one big giant sleepover at Mermadia's house. One day later, they started mermaids, where they went shell. Where they went shelling. Um, they went shelling and made kelp cookies. And their um, their um, Christmas tree was made out of presents or gifts. Once they were finished, they finished wave shelling. Um, making and eating all the kelp sugar cookies. 
They opened their gifts, and then they were all stuffed and happy, waiting until next year's Mergiving and Mermis. Mermadia was overjoyed and happy. Everyone had a great time. So after she let every family member go, she cleaned up Mergiving and Mermis and took a 10-day nap. A 10-day nap. That is a long long nap so um when they were watching toddlers and tears uh, was honey boo boo on it no no well that's probably a good thing huh yeah okay <laughs> very good um Kyrie, is there anybody that you would like to say mm -hmm. uh, merry christmas or happy new year to my family very nice i'm sure they're excited to hear that are you ready for christmas yes it's just around the corner isn't it excellent Alrighty. so um thank you for joining us and we're going to have another young man in here um, I think. <laughs> Can you see Mrs. Wilcox out there? Yeah. All right, we might need to signal her and have her come in. Um, but yeah, we're we're all good. So thank you, Kyrie. Well, thank you for joining us. And we'll be here in just a second. We've got a young man getting ready to come in, and we'll continue our stories on my side of the universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7:50 AM. As I said before, this is one of my favorite times of the year. It's absolutely my favorite show. And here's a young man right now. I saw him spinning around in the hallway. <laughs> Go ahead and put that on. What's your name? My name is Cameron. Cameron. You look like a lot of fun, Cameron. Not really. Not so much? No. Oh, you were having a good time in the hall. You have a lot of energy, don't you? Yeah. Do you, are you always running around doing stuff? Yeah. Hard to sit still? Yeah. I completely understand. I was the same way when I was your age. What grade are you in? I'm in sixth grade. Sixth grade. So you're just getting ready for to move up into all the all the funner schools, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Cool. You looking forward to junior high? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. In high school and driving and all that good stuff. All right. All right. So what what are you gonna tell us about today, Cameron? Uh, it is the gladiator. It is a creature that me and my friend uh, made up. Okay. I think it was like a couple years ago, but. It's just this insane creature. Very good. I can't wait to hear it. Go ahead and read okay. us your story. So, the gladiator is a very mysterious creature that is a hybrid of fish, alligator, eagle, lion, human, bear, shark, cheetah, and the predator. Oh. That's a lot of animals. It but sure for is. the gladiator, it's nothing. He is planning to visit his wife in the redwood forest this weekend. But he doesn't know that he... But he doesn't know that he is about to discover the holiday of Christmas. The gladiator is ready to see his wife. But before he goes, he grabs a wild boar for a snack. <laughs> Just for a snack. Okay, good. <laughs> it takes him about three hours to get to a redwood forest from Florida because he is the fastest animal alive. When he makes his stop in Utah, things take a turn for the worse. When he tries to turn invisible, it doesn't work and then jolts him with a shock. He falls and crash lands into a strange structure. Inside, there is a small tree with tiny balls hanging from the tree and shiny boxes on the floor around it. He hears music and singing and starts exploring around. The gladiator finds lots of gizmos and gadgets and all sorts of new things, such as bells, ornaments, presents, songs, and most importantly, Santa Claus. He just keeps on learning more and more. He wants to tell his wife and zooms straight to her. He comes with presents, stockings, candy, and the love of Christmas spirit and joy. The gladiator tells his wife and his kids and tells them about Christmas and its wonderful qualities. They invite all the gladiators to tell them about this holiday. Then they get together to sing and dance 
put up a tree and to give presents to all. They do all the traditions and have all of the fun. They have a wonderful feast with all of the fam with all the family. They give presents and fill each other's stockings. As for the future generations of gladiators, they will love the new holiday. With all of its fun things, they can give presents of play. Because it will work out at the end of the day. You did. You didn't just try, you did it. <laughs> the gladiators will gladly name this holiday Green Mentora. I have no idea why I named it that. Ah, I was going to ask you how that came about, but Green Mentora, I like I the sound of that. It sounds right. It fits into the story, doesn't it? Yeah. Sometimes when you're writing a story, things just happen for a reason. We don't know what it is, but there it is, huh? <laughs> so you make up monsters and uh, do you do a lot of stories or are you just mostly um, just talk about different creatures I, and things like that just like i was like maybe i could put the gladiator into a story so wrote a story about it and, and a great story it was is there anybody that you want to say merry christmas to cameron uh my mom and my dad Excellent. My stepdad and my sisters and all my friends here at my school. Excellent. I'm glad you got everybody. So thank you for joining us on My Side of the Universe. We've got another young lady over here. Uh, and again, thank you. Yep. We'll switch over the headsets. Thanks, Cameron. Hello, how are you? Go ahead and put those on. And what's your name? Haley. Haley? All right. Haley, what are you going to tell us about? about these creatures called koalacorns. Koalacorns? I love the sound of that. So go ahead and tell us about the koalacorns. They are a mix of unicorns and koalas, and they just like to cuddle and have glittery Oh. Go ahead and read us your story. The koalacorns are beautiful cuddly creatures who gather during the holidays to eat foods such as apples, bamboo, and chocolate. They also play games like climbing time, where the koalacorns race each other to the top of the highest tree in the forest. They also exchange gifts such as corn flowers, glitter, and the softest blankets. One of the koalacorns' favorite traditions is to have a, a carving contest with their horns. They also have a sparkle art contest. Then they make things out of flowers, ribbon, leaves, and anything that sparkles. After the koalacorns eat, they have a talent show and exchange gifts. Afterwards, they play games and sing songs, songs such as Glitter is My Life, Cash Me a Star, and Don't Hate My Roller Skates. On Christmas, the koala friends get rid of story, get a cookie, hang up their stockings, and go to sleep for Santa Claus to come. On Christmas Day, the koala friends open their presents and eat sweets for the rest of the day. Very nice story. How did you come up with that? I don't know. I just like sparkly things, and I like unicorns and animals, and I just kind of put it together. That was excellent. I noticed that you and I both have glasses, and I noticed that we both have hair, but yours is a lot longer and nicer looking than mine, isn't it? <laughs> well, you're a very nice girl. You could have made fun of me, but you didn't. <laughs> very good. Is there anybody you want to say Merry Christmas to before we go? I don't know. That's okay. Thank you for joining us on My Side of the Universe, okay? All right, thank you. We've got another young lady coming in here. She looks like she's ready. She's got a big smile. And what's your name? What's your name? Uh, Molly. Molly. And what are you going to tell us about today, Molly? 
Um, a holiday called Grogfest. Grogfest? Yes. Excellent. I love the sound of that already. Go ahead and tell us your story. Okay. <clears throat> Once upon a time, in a faraway land, there was a time when goblins were sweet and kind, and even a bunch of different colors. I know what you're thinking, and yes, it sounds unbelievable. But trust me, it was true. The goblins loved dancing and singing and all kinds of fun things, but they had something that gave them the most joy of all, Grogfest. It was a holiday that they celebrated that gave them so much joy. First thing they did at Grogfest was get a huge evergreen tree and string fireflies on it and put little beads and cranberries on it. The next thing they would do is give each other presents. Then they would party. They danced and sang and hung little berry bushels on top of their homes. And if they walked under it, warning if you are warning if you are young age, you will not like what's gonna happen next. <laughs> if the goblins walked under it, they would kiss. Uh oh. I know, ew, gross. But it was a grog fest tradition. <laughs> then after they were done partying, they would all gather at a big table and have a huge feast. Chicken, turkey, mashed potatoes, ham, cranberry sauce, duck, river water, worms. You know, a good old Grogfest feast. But years went by and people started coming to the earth. And the humans saw Grogfest and decided to take it as their own. They replaced everything. They hung up evergreen trees. They hung up cranberries and called it mistletoe. They gave each other presents and they even changed the name to Christmas. The goblins were not happy with this, and I don't know if you knew this, but if goblins are sad, they turn all nasty. And the goblins, they were not happy. Each one slowly, one by one, started to fade. Their beautiful colors faded to a nasty grayish brown, and they turned all slimy, and then they turned really mean. And so, that is the story of how goblins came to be. I love that story, especially the ooh, gross part. <laughs> How long did it take you to write that? Um, well, I wrote it last year, and then I forgot to turn it in. Oh. But, so I rewrote it, and I added more details into it. And it didn't take me too long, like 40 minutes. 40 minutes, long, okay. Like, to rewrite it? Yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah, it's a very good story, a lot of fun. You you made me laugh several times. And uh, that's what I like about these things is how creative you guys get. So um, is there anybody that you want to say Merry Christmas or Happy New Year to? Um, yes, my cousins that live in Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Very good. We have a lot of friends in Oregon that listen to this show, so hopefully they'll be listening too. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, it was nice meeting you, Molly. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we'll pass the headsets on to this other young lady. getting set up for our next our next victim <laughs> and she has a big hat that she's taken off now she's ready to talk Willa. what's your name willa willa what a wonderful name you. did you name yourself no your parents named you yes. i thought so but i just wanted to check just to make sure mm -hmm. that's a very nice name what are you going to tell us about willa um it's a story i wrote called christmas creatures oh very good i can't wait to hear it go ahead and tell us about it so it's called Christmas Creatures. Yasmin, a Loch Ness monster, was hanging a garland collie on the staircase when she heard a knock at the door. 
was her friend Ollie the Bigfoot. He had a big hairy suitcase with him because Yasmin's friends were spending Christmas Eve at Yasmin's house and having a sleepover. Ollie and Yasmin went back to hanging the garland. Then they started to build a snowman. And they saw their friend Nora the alien. Yasmin went and got a carrot for the nose of the snowman. Ollie got the eyes and the mouth, and Nora got the arms. They finished the snowman and went inside and sat in front of the fire. Then they realized Nora had left her suitcase in the car. She came back with her purple, orange, and pink suitcase. Just as she had sat down, the doorbell rang. It was Ted the ghost with his clear backpack. They all went and got a blue spruce for a Christmas tree. And then they went home and set up the Christmas tree. They decorated the tree. Then they made cookies and put some milk, cookies, and carrots out. They went to bed. They woke up and saw all the presents and opened them and had a blast. The end. That was an excellent story, and you had so many colors in it. Mm. Did you realize how many colors you had in there? <laughs> There's about 15 colors, I'll bet. Good job. Was it fun to write? Yeah. It, it sounded like it. The way that you told the story, I figured it was a fun story for you. So great job. Is there anybody that you want to say Merry Christmas to before we go? My parents will be watching this. Oh, excellent. So you want to tell them for sure, huh? Excellent, excellent. Well, Willa, it was so nice to meet you. We'll be right back with more My Side of the Universe on KOA. 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. And once again, my favorite hour of the week is over. Thank you for joining us on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 107.3 FM and 7.50 AM. Truly the fastest hour of the week for me and my favorite hour. Were the kids great? Oh, they had me in stitches. I was dying. I had so much fun. They were so creative and so fun to talk to and just having a blast. There's big grins uh, from me and from them as we were going. So hope you enjoyed it half as much as I did. If you did, it was a great hour for you as well. Uh, thank you for joining us each week and be sure to join our sponsors, Darren and Sue Ann, down at the Eastern Utah Tourism Association in downtown Price. Stick with us. We've got more good stuff. We've got some great stuff coming, in, coming up in the new year. 2019 is going to be great. And thank you for joining us each week on My Side of the Universe. And I want you all to remember that you matter. Until you multiply yourself by the speed of light squared, then you energy. We'll see you next week on My Side of the Universe on KOAL 1073 FM and 750 AM.